Streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217. Or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Good, John. Make it back from New Brunswick, obviously. Yes, Safe sir. Safe and sound. Yes, sir. Quebec didn't do, wasn't the end of you. <laughs> I have, fig- you know what? I have figured out how to avoid Montreal is a great city, but to, you know, to avoid that traffic, there's the new highway 30 that skirts you uh, a little yeah. south of that. It's a toll highway, but boy, it doesn't save you any time. It just saves you a lot of aggravation. I know it. I know the highway well, yeah. actually, because it runs right behind my father's farm, my late father's farm. Oh, in fact, it, it drove my father crazy because people would come out along the highway they would pull over to the side and jump over the fence and go into my father's forest. He had about a hundred acres of bush there, pretty, you know, <laughs> hardly ever, and and go in there hunting. And it would drive my old man crazy. He would go go back in there. He had signs everywhere: no hunting, no trespassing. But you couldn't stop. All the people from Montreal just, hey, geez, there's a there's a there's a great hundred acre bush there. You can hunt anything you want. So drove him crazy. So I know the highway well. Um, what was the weather you had, you had recently a good weather in New Brunswick, I understand, right? Mostly good couple of days of rain. And, uh, actually it's funny cause, uh, I mean, New Brunswick is notorious for its fog, especially right on the Bay of Fundy. I, I've fallen asleep countless nights to that fog horn, which drives me nuts, <laughs> but, uh, I didn't get any fog until on my way back to Ottawa yesterday, right around Van Cleek Hill. It was really foggy, so. It's always a lot of fog in Ottawa. Yes, sir. But, uh, today it's a beautiful, nice sunny and breezy day okay you know i just thinking once again here we go great day to prove just how wonderful it is to have wind farms and millions of solar panels to provide us with all of the green energy that we could ever want so i did another check this morning um at noon uh, well actually at one o'clock today I, I did a check just a little little while ago one o'clock today windmills are you ready for this wow really really moving Windmills were providing 4.7% of everything that we were using at, at uh, 1 o'clock today. 4.7%. Solar, well, not doing so good. 1.4%. I don't understand, to be honest with you, I understand why solar doesn't work very well, or why wind doesn't work very well. Though You know, the wind has got to be almost perfect to get any sort of production. But even when the sun shines, we're getting almost nothing from solar. 1.4%. So uh, I, I obviously have a, other topics here, but I just thought I would pass this on. Never accept anybody word for it. Go to, go right to the, the system itself, ieso.ca. There you will see it. It's really easy to see how much power is being used, where it's coming from. Right now, wind and solar combined with the tens of billions of dollars that we have poured into it and continue to pour into it, Six percent, six percent is all, all on on a bright, bright, beautiful, breezy summer's day. Okay, sun is shining, the wind is blowing very nicely. We have a little. My my wife's a, a, a great. She has all sorts of flowers all around our pool here in the deck and everything. She just loves these. The flowers are her little babies, but uh, she stuck one of these windmills that and one of them and it's blowing nicely it's going turning nicely the little windmill but uh six <laughs> percent 
That's all we're getting right now. Of all of the power we are using in the province of Ontario, 6% is coming from wind and solar. So just keep paying those hydro bills, folks. And um, I just want to congratulate. Some congratulations here, okay? All you anti-vaxxers and other boneheads screaming and cursing at the prime minister. Uh, you're, you're doing a wonderful job, wonderful job of driving the sympathy vote to Trudeau. He, know he, he needs it. Giving him the opportunity to look tough, <laughs> defiant in the face of the violent thugs and mugs and everything. There he is. I'm not backing down, says Trudeau, as the more and more votes pile in. Way to go. I mean, it, it's, it's so stupid, so counterproductive. I'm beginning to wonder if the whole damn thing isn't some sort of liberal ploy to drive as many more votes back into the liberal camp as possible. I mean, it is unbelievably crass, unbelievably idiotic, stupid. I mean, this is Neanderthal stuff. Parents carrying little babies screaming the f-bomb and uh, i mean i mean it's it, it's unbelievable okay i mean it is just absolutely asinine no other way to describe it you know i i don't know how many of you recall this john i don't know if you remember this back in the early days uh, when uh, hardly anybody knew pierre trudeau he decides he's going to run for prime minister he was largely unknown in the country and unloved okay just another guy from quebec but one day, the FLQ is raging in the, in the province of Quebec. So one day, I don't know why he was there, but he's standing on the balcony, the second floor bell. I'll never forget it, Montreal City Hall in old Montreal. Many of you have seen it there, okay? So he's up in the balcony there, this brave, singular soul. And the raging mob is down below him throwing beer cans and garbage and curses and swearing and everything. And Trudeau, is to, he's dodging beer cans. He became a national hero. It propelled him to power, standing all alone, you know, Horatio at the bridge. You know, this, this is unbelievable. And now, thanks to the boneheads, the anti-vaxxers, whoever else is involved, you're doing exactly the same thing with his son. I almost wonder, is this, is this some sort of liberal plot? I mean, let's be honest here. This looks very well organized. A lot of these people... They're the same people going from city to city, doing the same thing, shouting the same obscenities. The signs don't look to me like, or at least most of them, don't look to me like they've made in, been made in somebody's basement. This looks pretty professional. Who's organizing this? Who's financing this? Because presumably somebody's paying for these people to travel from city to city. Presumably, they got to be put up for meals. I would think. I, I doubt very much if they're paying all of the costs themselves. Somebody's behind us. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think? I, I believe that these raging mobs, particularly if they continue, and I don't know if you notice it or not, but the media today, social media today, is just filled with pictures of Trudeau standing bravely there. Just like his daddy, you know, in the face of the mobs. <laughs> This is Churchill against the Nazis. This is Reagan against the Berlin Wall. I will not surrender. We will never surrender. We will fight them on the beaches. We will fight them on the hills. We will never surrender. Oh, my God. 
You boneheads. I mean, bugger off. What are you doing? Unless you really want Trudeau back in again. You know, there's no question there's there's a good deal of anger. I understand that. But I have another question. Where has the anger been until now? How come it's only now when the liberals are beginning to take a dive that suddenly all of these boneheads showed up? I don't quite understand this. How come only when the conservatives look like maybe they can pull this off, gang? Ooh, we better get out and do something. We have been warned by many people, look out for all the dirty tricks. I mean, it doesn't appear that that the liberals are, but why? I mean, let's be honest here. Who's going to benefit? There is no question this is going to help Trudeau. The more people scream profanities and threaten him and all the rest of it, you know, the more beleaguered he becomes. He, he gets the sympathy vote. He becomes, as I say, Horatio at the bridge, standing up all alone against the raging mobs. I'll I'll bet you dollars to donuts. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that the liberals are going to get a bump in the polls because of this. You mark my words. So I'd like to know what you think. I know that there are some anti-vaxxers out there listening now. You've been screaming profanities at me. Most of the people I know that are opposed to anti-vax, they're, they're, they're too smart to be sucked into something like this. I mean, you must know that this kind of thing in the end is only going to help Trudeau. You're screaming at Trudeau. You want him, you're holding up signs, showing him and it looks like he's going to, should be hanged or whatever. And, and you're pretending that you want him gone. And yet you are doing something that inevitably is going to help him. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. So there is Trudeau. His father is standing against the raging mob, the bums down below, dodging beer cans. And there is Trudeau up against the baby-trotting, F-bombing cave dwellers. I mean, that's what you are. Look, if you show up with your baby or a child or there are other children around and you're screaming the F-bomb and all the rest of it, you know, F-Trudeau and so forth, if you, with all these children, I mean... There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. You're a rotten freaking parent to begin with to do that. You're a rotten freaking citizen. No matter who you're doing it against, you're, I mean, you're a disgrace to humankind. Go back to your damn cave. You know what? Sharpen up your stone axe again, you dumbheads, idiots, every single one of you that showed up there. Most anti-vaxxers with a brain, and some of them do have brains, wouldn't do anything so damn stupid, so damn crass. It is crass. I mean, it is really. You You want to talk about, like, garbage, garbage people? That, this is what these are. Anybody that would show up with children and curse and swear profanities at anybody, you know what? You should be hung, strung, put in, put in bed, and the skin of your ass pulled over your head. There, that's my profanity. F-bombing idiots. John, any uh, any comments so far on this? Anybody agree with me, disagree with me, uh, we've or got want, f- me, yeah. want me hanged? Nope, nobody wants you hanged. That's a good news uh, for, for a Monday. Uh, we do have some comments. Eric says, let me just start this off and say how incredibly I happy, how happy I am to see Trudeau losing traction. Uh, Joshua says, Justin has made his father look better and better. Doug says, you call him brave while hiding in his bus? Brenda no, no. says, hold, 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 yep, hold, yep, hold, yep, yep, yep. hold it. 
Will you people <clears throat> please listen to what I say? Don't make up stuff what I say. I said this appears to make him brave. I said the social media has pictures of him standing bravely there. I did not say that I consider him brave. I consider him a cowardly weasel, an arrogant prick, and I've said, for be said so before. So don't put words in my... Listen to what I say, please. That's all I ask, okay? You can be critical of everything else, but please don't misquote me. Go ahead, John. Uh, Brenda says, would love to know who's paying these people to stage these protests, and yeah. is it being counted as election spending? Uh, <laughs> Terry says, the mob should dress up as unicorns in SpongeBob SquarePants and sing nursery rhymes. Okay, Terry, thank you. Uh, Ray says, don't blame it all on the anti-vaxxers, maybe people who just don't like him. And says, don't ever doubt that the liberals will stoop to the lowest levels to win victory at any cost. Craig says, this isn't a group of well-organized individuals. They have cardboard signs, not the professional ones you see at a pipeline protest. These are Canadians. I, I say, I'm sorry, I see plenty of professionally made signs. Sorry, you must be watching a different protest than I've seen. Go ahead, please. Uh, Glenn says, I would not be the least bit surprised to find out this insurrection-style protest is funded by liberals to prop up baby Trudeau. And Kerry says, maybe liberal plants to make it look like the opposing parties are the bad guys. Some of the comments coming in on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, and by email. I, it's hard for me to believe that, that the liberals are but they're behind this, but somebody is behind it. These things are well organized. This is not just a ragtag group of people, although they, they appear to look that way. But I mean, it's there's something here going on. I, I, I don't know what it is, but all I know is is that the liberals are going to benefit. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Sometimes people don't seem to understand what I'm saying. I am what I'm saying is is that this is the kind of thing that drives the sympathy vote to Trudeau, poor Trudeau, I can hear particularly women, poor Trudeau being besieged, this is terrible but it also this, this, there's no question, and some of you people who can remember how many of you people listening right now remember Trudeau Pierre Trudeau, his father, standing on that balcony in old Montreal and dodging beer cans this is what propelled Pierre Trudeau to his prominence, it won the election for him he suddenly became this national figure standing up bravely against the raging mob. People tend to love those who stand up, you know, the, the, the lone figure fighting off the violent, angry mob. People love that kind of an image. It's bullshit, but people love that kind of an image, at least with in situations like this. John Moore, um, <laughs> you're laughing. Uh, I have to get a word in here for, for Shields, okay? If, if you're looking for a company that where the, the BS does not exist, Shields is that. Listen, if you're going to be successful in the Ottawa Valley, and Shields has been successful, very successful since 1947, it's because you've got a great reputation. You know, we're like, I mean, if, if you're doing something wrong, if you're screwing people or doing something that you shouldn't be doing in the Ottawa Valley, you don't think that news gets around, gets around fast. But with Shields, the word is these are good people. They're honest people. They deliver what they say. The prices are very, very reasonable. I mean, the, the quality of the product is the same you're going to get everywhere. But the delivery probably faster, more friendly. And as I've mentioned before, folks, they have a lovely little butcher shop 
It's one of the first things that they did back in 1947, this lovely little butcher shop selling only local meat, okay? Local farmers sell their meat at the, this little butcher shop. So if you buy a large appliance, how about two T-bone steaks, which these days is is fairly substantial. Uh, this is Shields. Shields.ca. Good folks, folks. Uh, John, we have more texts coming in here. Yes, we do. By the way, thank you to everybody for sharing this show. Again, we, we're we not a TV network. We're not able to buy billboards, busboards, etc. Uh, so we really do rely on you. And sir. we can't, we can't afford you. to hire protesters. You know, like if you really, <laughs> seriously, if, if you really want to become famous, just hire a bunch of protesters and uh, start shouting and screaming and so forth. You'll get national attention and you'll get all sorts of sympathy. And uh, you'll probably get a lot of votes, just as I am uh, afraid that Trudeau's going to get with all of this. Go ahead, John. Sorry. It reminds me of WKRP in Cincinnati, the day they flipped to rock and roll and they had that protest in the lobby and it got them all the headlines. There you go. Uh, 613-413-2217 is the number here. Thank you for the text. It says, never occurred to me these protests were organized for political benefit. You may have something here, Lowell. Joseph uh, says, Lowell, you and I remember back in the late 60s when we had Pierre as a leader, it was called the Trudeau Mania. And now, about 60 years later, we have the Trudeau Maniac. David says 110% correct in your description of just how not ready, Justin. Uh, Gary, I think this is the first time we've heard from you, Gary. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Blast Trudeau as much as you can. No sympathy for this man whatsoever, Lowell. He's destroying our great nation one day at a time. That's not the point of my comment here. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but I hope you understand the point that I'm making here. These people claim these protesters, whoever these idiots, are showing up claiming that they're really anti-Trudeau and so forth. And yet, in fact, I, I imagine, I, and you know what, and I think they know it, what they are doing is that they are helping Trudeau. They are claiming that they are angry at him and they don't want him, and yet what they are doing is giving him a boost. Go ahead, please, John. What's the old expression? As long as they spell your name correctly, right? Yeah, in a way. The email address is lowell at blasttheradio.com. By the way, blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green has all your links to the show, the podcast, etc. Robin Carlton Play says, I don't think the liberals are smart enough to place protesters like that. If it drives oh. votes to them, it would have to be a fluke. On another note... Oh, you know what? Just let me say something. Yep. I have been around a long time. I have seen liberals pull dirtier tricks than this, believe me. Uh, let me just give you an example. There is a, uh, a conservative candidate, a good guy from all reports... And uh, suddenly he's had to withdraw his candidacy in, uh, in Halifax, I think it is on the East Coast anyway, because some, out of somewhere has come an allegation that back a couple of years ago he sexually assaulted somebody. Guess who, guess who has made the claim? The NDP candidate. So this guy, because that's the rule, uh, you know, in the Conservative Party, if you've got an allegation against you, you can't run. So some some the NDP candidate or former candidate, an NDP anyway, makes this allegation that back in 2019 in a pub someplace, he put his hand somewhere. I don't know. And so now the guy, his reputation is ruined. I, I think this is just one more of these damn liberal dirty tricks. Go ahead, John. Just to finish off Robert's email to you, he says, on another note, I cannot believe that Rosemary Barton is moderating the debate again. It is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary Barton was has been suing the Conservative Party for God's sake. Exactly. Yeah, she's really unbiased, right? <laughs> uh, uh, I have a go ahead. No, did you want me to finish off, or do you want to move? I, move well, on I here? have I, I have a, another topic here. Fair enough. Um, 
Wonder of wonders. The liberals are admitting that they were late coming to the aid of our people in Afghanistan. Uh, we've had, I'm giving you a quote now from uh, Mark Garnell, foreign affairs minister. Quote, we've had some criticism concerning our slow reaction to the Taliban takeover in Kabul, says foreign affairs minister Mark Garnell. Quote, fair enough. So he, he admits that they've had complaints and, quote, according to him, it's fair comment, unquote. Then, of course, he went on to say that no one knew that the Taliban would move so fast and everybody got caught with their pants down or words to that effect, which, of course, is a total, total lie. OK, um, Garno and Trudeau have been warned for months about the imminent danger from the Taliban. OK, in fact, volunteer organizations, I was not aware of this. But there's at least one major veterans volunteer organization with a lot of support in this province, in Ontario, that has been working tirelessly trying to get some of our, our allies and some of the Canadian citizens out of Afghanistan. And apparently they've had a little bit of success with no assistance, in fact, total indifference from the government. One of them is uh, Sun columnist Joe Warmington, who's just beside himself with anger So what's going on. Um, and that, so, so Trudeau, Garno, etc., and come have had all sorts of warnings. Then five weeks ago, on June uh, or July twenty second, Aaron O'Toole sent a letter to the Prime Minister warning him that already our people in Afghanistan were receiving death threats from the Taliban. The letter outlines efforts made by volunteer organizations to rescue some of the people and the indifference with which they were being met, and begs Trudeau, certainly asks Trudeau to do something now to get our people out. He said, we've got to move now. This is Aaron O'Toole. Five weeks ago, nothing happened. The, 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 Trudeau, of course, was too busy planning his vanity project, otherwise known as the election. So when, when, when the liberals claim, oh, well, we got caught like everybody else with our pants down, it's not true. They were warned months ago. And in fact, some say they were warned years ago. We pulled our troops out in 2014, for God's sake. They have been issued warnings since that time, even back in the time of, of Stephen Harper. And I won't go into it, but Harper did begin a, a what he called a pathway to get people out, which, of course, was scrapped. So this idea that somehow or other we, along with every other nation, got caught by surprise, it's total nonsense. It's not true. And I'm going to tell you something else. As best I can figure out, most other nations, the Brits, the, you realize the Americans have evacuated more than 70,000 people? Uh, the, the Brits, the French, I think French got all of their people out. I think the Dutch got all of their people out. Uh, Spain, I think, got all of its people out, or at least almost all. As far as I can make out, Canada has left more people behind to fend for themselves against the Taliban murderers than any other nation. That's I, I could be wrong, but as best I can figure out, certainly we're, we, we're, we have left more more people behind than any other nation that I have been able to determine. That, I mean, that, what a stain on Canada's reputation, okay? We've, I mean, we have thousands of people, including, ladies and gentlemen, including Canadian citizens that are still stuck in Afghanistan. We were the last to go in to rescue. We waited until other nations just to make sure that there was no danger. We were the last to go in. We were the first to leave. At the first sign of trouble, last Thursday, at the first sign of trouble when many other nations were still in there, we pulled our people out. We abandoned 
all of the allies and Canadian citizens who were there. That's the Canadian reputation, folks. So don't let these damn liberals lie to you and pretend that, oh, well, we were just along with everybody else, caught with our pants down. You got caught with your pants down, all right. Yeah, <laughs> because you were too busy doing something else with your pants, getting ready for an election. Centennial Glass. Once again, we're dealing with a, a, a very well-known, very reputable firm that is local and family-owned, okay? Centennial Glass, a glass of any kinds, glass windows and doors. Some people think, oh, well, Centennial Glass, it's a big company. They only deal with large projects. Well, they do deal with large projects. They'll provide all of the windows and doors for apartment buildings, etc. But they love they love working with ordinary homeowners. They do a lot of work. Emergency, emergency repairs. Somebody puts a baseball or a golf ball through your window. Give Centennial Glass a call. Emergency service. They'll be there 24 hours. Good people. Very, 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 very uh, fair uh, pricing, believe me. And, and according to them, and I believe them, the best warranty in the business. Centennial Glass on Industrial Avenue, not far from the train yards here in Ottawa, and in Renfrew. John, you've got some more texts here. They'll even fix your window if you have protesters show up and bust them up for you. Right. There you go. I had to. Okay. Brenda says, sure hope they figure this out soon before the election regarding Afghanistan. David says, Ukraine is doing a better job, still getting people out. Canadians who we left behind. Sonia says, last week I read these were paid protesters as the same protesters are showing up at different rallies. I believe they were paid by the Liberal Party. Terry says, who should we trust more, the CBC, the Liberals, or the Taliban? And Ray says, we, why are all these countries in Afghanistan? Oh, Ray. Oh, Ray. Oh, what, what's he saying? Why, are, why, we why Af- are all these countries in Afghanistan? Well, it's a NATO operation. Yeah. Um, and we, we haven't had any troops in there since 2014. That's not the issue. The issue, you can disagree whether we should have been there or not. I, I, I may question that as well. But the fact of the matter is, we were there. We had people, all kinds of them, help us. We promised them that we would look after them if there was danger. We have let them down. Uh, in addition to that, there are Canadian citizens there that we have turned our backs on. Canadian citizens. I mean, if you don't care about Afghanis or anybody else, do you care about fellow Canadian citizens? Because if you do, that excuse me, then you've got to admit we've let these people down, our own Canadian citizens. Let me just point something out. If we are prepared to allow the two Michaels to languish in a Chinese jail for a thousand days or whatever it is and do sweet bugger all to get them out, if we are prepared to allow hundreds, maybe thousands of Canadian citizens to 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 be murdered and probably by the Taliban, if we're prepared to stand by and do nothing, then what protection do you think you would have as a Canadian citizen? If your government won't stand up for your fellow Canadian citizen, then it won't stand up for you. I have news for you. Uh, John, we're almost out of time here. More texts? Uh, just a couple. Mike says he was complaining about the hecklers and how getting it more than any other prime minister before him. I'm sure he was there while his dad was being heckled many, many times. Uh, Anne says mean old Harper has now entered the Trudeau campaign mantra. And Valda says, well, Trudeau groped a girl, so what about that? <laughs> All right, we're right out of time here. I just want to once again remind you, folks, of what a great job the wind and solar are doing. Right now, all the billions of dollars we have poured into this, we once again, don't forget this was another form of the liberal government. This was the provincial liberals, um, which some people still would like to see returned. Uh, They spent billions and billions, uh, tens of billions of dollars of our money. And today, in a nice, bright, 
sunny, breezy day, we're getting 6% of our power. Now, I, I, and I've asked this before, what do you think would happen to this province? What would happen to your house if all we had was 6% of the power that we're using? What would we do? I'll leave that up to you. Thank you all. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.